look, the Republicans won back the House of Representatives just barely in the last election. And so you have a new Speaker of the House, you have a Republican majority, Republican chair people of the different committees, and the Republicans can now engage in some of the investigations that that probably need to happen related to COVID and uh, the, the deceit with the... Uh, intelligence community related to the hunter biden laptop republicans have got to get on the stick here and i'm curious about that i'm also curious as to what republicans are going to do to stop the destruction of our cultural sites that started in earnest under the democrats and were legitimized in 2020 as all the statues came down not just in richmond but across the country the legitimization of mob rule in the country rob whitman is my congressman the republican who represents the first congressional district he's uh in washington and are you in dc today are you going to cpac will i see you over there today rob no, no, John. I won't. I won't be there today. I'm actually uh, heading down to meet with the chief of naval operations. We're going to talk uh, ships and ship maintenance and making sure that we have the navy that this nation needs, especially oh, wow. in the Indo-Pacific, as we see the as we see the threat growing there. So I'm I'm concerned about making sure that we have what we need. And you know, it's not just building new ships. I was at the Newport News. Uh, shipbuilding the other day. Incredible what's happening down there with the new Columbia-class submarine, the Ford-class carriers. The, last night, we just uh, kicked off the, the week of commissioning ceremonies for the John F. Kennedy CBN 79, but it's also taking care of ships. You do not have what you need if you build them and then take care of them, maintain them. And, of course, Virginia is the center of the universe for ship maintenance. So I'm going to be going down and meeting with the chief of naval operations today to make sure that that's on track. And in in this new majority with the Republicans, yes. correct me if I your your role is as vice chair of armed services, is that right? That's correct. Yes, vice chair of armed services, and I am uh, the chairman of the largest of the subcommittees here, the tactical air and land subcommittee. Yeah, what's different in a practical sense with the Republicans in the majority? Can you identify some things that are that are operating differently or the priorities are, are getting attention that weren't a few months ago? Absolutely, John. You know, the speaker gets to set the agenda. The committee chairs get to set the agenda. So just as the issues that you spoke about, you know, making sure that we're doing oversight, but making sure that we're legislating, too. We've got a lot of great pieces of legislation through things like making sure we don't sell strategic petroleum reserves uh, to China. I mean, simple things. You, 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 you think, why do we have to put a bill in the light? Why would you even think about doing that? But that's what this administration is doing. And then, too, you, you, you talk about the direction this nation is taking. And you would think something as simple as a resolution condemning socialism and saying socialism should not be in any way, shape or form considered as a form of government that this country would even contemplate. And you have a hundred Democrats that vote in opposition to that, you you look at that and go, wow. So, you know, we're able to bring those things out, highlight those differences, but also where our committees are actually putting through legislation, going back to regular order where you get to put amendments in, you get to vigorously debate these bills, whereas that didn't happen before. Most of that legislation would go right through Nancy Pelosi's office, right to the floor. I mean, literally cutting out every part of the process that, that makes, uh, it, it makes a legislative body what it is, and that is a deliberative body. So that that's that's where it's different. And then again, you know, we we get to we get to set set the agenda. So it's it's 
been refreshing. Uh, and it's, it's, there, there, there's a lot more work to being in the majority than in the minority, but I will take being in the majority any day of the week because it allows you to, to, to do things that you know need to happen in this country. Yeah. Well, no kidding. I, uh, Senator McClellan, who I assume has arrived in Washington to take her seat in Congress, I was kind of joking when I told some friends of mine she should get used to giving tours of the Capitol because going up here is the most junior member of the House of Representatives and in the minority party probably is going to be a shock to her having been the senior senator from Richmond at the state capitol, don't you think? Yeah, it, it, it is absolutely different being in the minority and obviously being a junior member too, your, uh, your job first is to learn the process so that you can be a productive uh, part of the process uh, and that necessarily limits what you can do uh, in, uh, in, in your first, first term there. I remember when I came there, I came in a special election in the middle of a term, so there was no orientation or anything. Jennifer's going to find herself in the same situation coming in in a special election. You just get thrown in the deep end of the pool. And so, so she's got a, a, a lot to do, trying to put a staff together and doing all those things. So it will be a significant yeah. challenge, and her attention is going to be just getting, just getting her office organized. Right. Um, you know, I was I was traveling around Virginia a couple of weekends ago doing some political stuff, and I hit, I don't even know where I was, but there was no internet service. None. And I have gotten kind of spoiled that wherever I go, man, I could be on the internet, I can communicate back to Richmond, I can communicate back to the radio station, I can do the show uh, via the internet, anywhere I am. And it's surprising to me there are pockets where you don't have that internet service and i remember talking to you about that what what's happening to try to bring that um, internet service to some of the rural areas around richmond sure well john the things are things are ramping up and you know it was um as little as three years ago an issue of having enough resources to put out there to build these systems out uh that's Mm -hmm. not the issue right now there is a ton of dollars that have been deployed to do that. Where we are right now in building out those systems is putting in what we call the, the middle mile backbone. That is the fiber optic uh, that, that runs you know, through, the, through the main thoroughfares in these counties. And it's twofold. One is Dominion's putting uh, that fiber in because they want to make sure all of their substations are connected. So if something happens, they have full control over that so they can manage the power grid. The good news is that fiber optic can also be used by internet service providers to provide service either uh, either fiber to the door if you're if you're in areas where you have some population density or in the less dense areas using fixed wireless. And the Federal Communications Commission too has auctioned off the very uh, high quality spectrum, the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum, which uh, gives you lots of bandwidth so you can even stream with that and it helps uh, in what's normally an impediment to those sorts of signals, which are uh, trees because of the water in the leaves on, tr- on leaves on trees uh, that impedes the signal. Crazy? But this, this, yeah, isn't that crazy? But, but these new signals <laughs> are able to penetrate trees and, and geography. So, so that's where we are right now. These systems are actually being built out. And I thought initially that we were going to have some supply chain issues with fiber optic cable. But believe it or not, so far, there's plenty of fiber out there. The one thing, and it's everybody has to deal with this, is, is workforce, is labor, having enough people out yeah. there to be able to install 
this. So that's the that's the one impediment. But but it is underway in almost every corner of Virginia. I, I would say that you know in the in the not too distant future, in the next several years, that uh, it, it, most any place in Virginia that wants a broadband that is high speed internet will be able to have high speed internet. Listen, there's some people that want to live off the grid, and I don't think there are going to be a lot of efforts to put it in remote areas that where, where there's just little or no population of people don't want it. But but it's yeah, it's you. underway. But you're right; there are still areas that that don't have that coverage, and even places in Central Virginia. You know, I. Uh, you know, obviously Hanover County is in part of the district, and there are even places in Hanover because an old church in those areas they're they're still yeah. you know trying trying to get get uh, get that internet in. But it but it's uh, right. it's it's under construction. So. All right, now I got to run, but on my way out yeah. of D.C. today, I'm going to try to stop by Arlington National Cemetery and see this reconciliation monument uh, created yes. by a Jewish VMI graduate that that the Defense Department. Uh, has been mandated by Democrats in previous administrations to tear down. And I'm hoping we're going to be able to stop that. I think it would be a loss. And I don't like being lied to by Democrats who said that uh, memorials would be safe in cemeteries, battlefields, and museums. And they've they've clearly lied to our face. What can be done to stop that? Are you, you know, I asked you this last time, what do you think is actually yes. possible to stop that destruction? And then i got to go. Well, listen. You sure. Listen, we, we do we do have an opportunity and uh, through a legislative process in the National Defense Authorization Act. So we're trying to kind of run the traps on that and see either administratively if it can if the DOD Department of Defense uh, can do that or the, uh, the 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 National Park Service, the owners of that, the Veterans Administration, the owners of the properties where these monuments are there to see what we can do right. with that. Because as you said, it, it does fall outside the scope of what was originally proposed with this this naming uh, uh, commissions. Commission, yeah. Listen, I appreciate you taking um, the time to join us this morning, and I hope I'll see you in person soon. Congressman Rob Whitman, the Republican who represents uh, me and the 1st Congressional District around Richmond. Thank you.